0: Welcome to Getting Curious, I'm Jonathan Van Ness, and every week I sit down for a 30-minute convo with a brilliant expert to learn all about something that makes me curious and gets this little brain tick tick talking. This week, I'm curious about how do we fight climate change in today's political landscape, which is why I sat down with Anastasia Koo. Welcome to Getting Curious, this is Jonathan Van Ness. This week, we have an absolute legend— she is a brain behind some of the most uh memorable, uh influential, culturally relevant, uh humanitarianly important campaigns that we can think of lately. So, welcome to getting curious, Anastasia Koo.
1: Wow, thank you, Jonathan.
0: I you know, even that according to my mom is cute. Like it's cuz she always says like under or undersell and then overdeliver, but even that like that big ass cell was still an undersell for the likes of you, honey.
1: You can't see it here, but I'm blushing.
0: Well, well, this, whatever BB cream you're using is great because your skin looks glowy. She's flawless. Um, so, yeah, I mean, take us back a little bit. I want to I kind of set up because, you know, really what we're, what we're, well, maybe I'll let you guys be surprised about what we're going to talk about because really what I want you to do is just kind of like set up kind of what you have done so far.
1: Okay, you got it. Well, first of all, Jonathan, thank you so much for having me here. I'm a huge fan and listen to your podcast like almost everyone I know. Um, so I'm thrilled to be here. So thank you.
0: Thank you for blessing us with your time. Like The pleasure is all mine. Oh. But tell uh, us like what your mind yeah. has orchestrated.
1: So um, I spent the bulk of my career working for the Human Rights Campaign, which is the country's largest organization dedicated to lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and queer equality. Amazing group. Um, but when I joined, it was two 2005. And if we can sort of think back, I was was in hair
0: school. Bush was in. Um, Barack was like a senator, a a freshman senator from Illinois, honey. It was a different time. It was like, you know, I just really don't like, I accept you, but I just don't believe that you should have equal rights because, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman.
1: Exactly. Exclamation point. Exactly. The first campaign I worked on with the human rights campaign was actually when the Republicans in Congress wanted to add an amendment to our Constitution, essentially banning same-sex marriage. Which,
0: in a flashpoint, I was literally just thinking about this yesterday. What's so interesting about that, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Dennis Hastert the Speaker of the House at that time, who later got caught for molesting his wrestling students in the 70s and 80s?
1: All sorts of. Um, I know that's like
0: you know, but the, yeah. like if she's flying out in the morning with the allegation. But honey, it he like I just think it's interesting how time reveals. Things.
1: Indeed, and so think about this: 2005. 2005 the you know there were just crazy <gasps> times, right? And you know it was just um, the year after the 2004 election. Yes, I mean it was just very different. So fast forward. You know, I spent the bulk of my career there, and in 2015, marriage equality was the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And so, so much happened. You know, within that time period, just ten to years, help change culture and law. And a lot of the work that I did was helping to change hearts and minds to the side of equality. So the Human Rights Campaign works on, you know, every aspect of an LGBTQ person's life from, you know, birth to being to workplace to being able to get married, um, you know, and have a family and so many other things. And we did a lot of work on culture on helping people to come out, um, helping to have dialogues, um, and helping to frame the conversation around marriage equality like so many you know, other groups that were doing, great groups at the same time. And one of the campaigns that I'm most well known for is um, the red logo on Facebook, mm. which essentially... Um, was to build a national conversation about marriage. And it was one component in our campaign around the Supreme Court cases, which in 2013, you know, another first, um, the Supreme Court had never heard a case on marriage equality ever before, and they heard two. The first was a challenge to California's Proposition 8, which um, banned same-sex marriage in that state, and the second was a challenge to the Defense of Marriage Act, which essentially... um,
0: DOMA. Yes, I exactly. Doma. Mm-hmm.
1: It barred legally same sex married couples from receiving the same rights and benefits that heterosexual couples received. And so, two cases, it was a really historic moment um, in time. But what we also saw was um, culture changing. So, for the first time in 2013, a majority of Americans supported same uh, marriage equality. We had companies weighing in like never before. I mean, it really we started to see the shift of culture happening. And you know, at HRC, it was my privilege to be part of those conversations. Um, everything from the red logo campaign to helping to change hearts and minds in the Deep South, which we know is a very hard place so to be LGBT. Take,
0: how did you take that? Like, that you know that equality symbol and the red logo campaign and like how did you take those down south and what did you do on the ground like what were tips and tricks that you learned in that time to to engage in those conversations and not find like a corner to put your temple into afterwards because you were so upset you know what I mean yeah because sometimes like I just really I you, know, you guys can't see me but I'm hitting my forehead like cause sometimes when you do try it's like you go in deep and then you're like it's almost like the same feeling that you like. I had to stop watching Law and Order SVU because after like I would like binge on that for three order, or three hours, I'd be like, "The world is so dark, and my soul will never be able." I can't floss this out of my soul, and it would just you know. So like sometimes I feel like that after I've like really tried, and you see, you know how far like how far away some people are from being able to see your logic, and then but then sometimes you know that makes me like that's a really high emotional charge. So I know somewhere I went awry. Mm-hmm. So how can we like find our centered self when we're dealing with? Ignorant
1: people. Yeah. I think, um, you know, that's— Who aren't actually
0: ignorant. They're just misinformed.
1: (laughs) Or hell, you know, hold deep beliefs, and that takes time to sort of to shift and change. And I would say two things. First of all, change is absolutely possible. We have seen it. We have witnessed it. Um, you know, just in record-breaking pace um, over the past, you know, 10 or 12 years on, on the issues that HRC works on. So, it is totally possible, but you have to meet people where they are, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And so, part of that, you know, one of the things, um, you know, at HRC was, what can we agree upon, right? Like, what are the values that we share as humans, you know, as Americans, what are the what are the values? And so I do
0: that on the show with like hair and skin.
1: Yes, because like, yes. you know, and that's
0: why I just keep it there because I, yes. I just try to keep it there. You know, except for sometimes I do go off on like EU tangents about how like there's all this stuff like in our skincare that they don't have in Europe because like <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah, but yeah. then but yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's it's the entry point, right? So it's where are the entry points to conversation? And I think it could be skincare. It could be, you know, starting there and sort of building on that. You know, for us at HRC and some of the work I'm doing now at Conservation International, it's about, you know, values, right? Like the value and justice. And I think, um, you know, when you frame things about um, – and one of the things we did – Often was about love, family, commitment, love, family, commitment. Those are things that we can all agree upon, right? And sort of starting in a place where you can meet people and then building the conversation from there, I have seen hearts and minds change. And I'll just tell you a quick story about one Please. of them. So after the Red Logo campaign, um, we heard from thousands of people about what it meant to them. And we heard from one person in particular. He was a soldier in Arkansas who had come out to his mother, who was born again Christian. You can imagine how hard it is to be a soldier in Arkansas, be gay. And their conversation went after he came out, did not go well at all. And on the first day of the Red Logo campaign, she actually posted the, the logo and said, um, I love you so much, um, and I love you for who you are. You know, you're I may not always agree with you, but you're you're my cub, and I love you, um, and I just want you to know that. And he said that for the first time in his life, he felt loved and accepted. I mean, that is the power of change, right? And it's just giving people the space and continuing a conversation. Um, I really have seen change possible in hearts and minds.
0: So if you were to, you know, um role play that a little, like um love family values. Mm-hmm.
1: Well love family commitment. Oh right? yeah, love family yeah. commitment,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's like that that's what we have but it's like but but if you're like, but that family like is like a man, but it's like some families are like grandparents and kids and that's like, because that's like a way that you could like.
1: Totally. It's not a judgment on like, quote unquote, family values, right? It's a it's something about like the love between a parent and a child, the love between siblings, love between, you know, a, a grandchild and a grandparent. Like those are bonds that unite us rather than divide us. And I think that, you know, finding the commonalities of conversations on difficult topics is increasingly important. Um, and I think, you know, you guys are doing that with the show. I mean, I think just because marriage equality was the law of the land doesn't mean that homophobia and transphobia was outlawed, right? It's about the continuing conversation, meeting people where they are, that I think opens hearts and minds.
0: So, um, Gorgeous three-point turn pivot. So HRC is kind of, you know, how you get your your duck feet wet, like, so to speak, honey. She hatches out of the shell, and she's like, how am I going to make this, you know, world better in in your adult life? And you do it, and you're in HRC lane for, like, 10 years. And then Conservation International, like enters your, your life. And then you also find not, this is kind of Westworld on your ass because this is like parallel timelines all of a sudden, but this is where we come into the question of this episode, which is how can we affect climate change in this, <laughs> in this unfavorable conditions for, you know, getting climate change to, you know, cause we just had an administration like bury like a really like scary climate report, like on Black Friday, which is like, you know, didn't Like, I noticed it, but that was just one of so many things that, you know, sometimes you're just like... It's overwhelming, uh right? It's a lot. So, but how did you... So, yeah. So, question of the episode is, how can we be, um, you know, conduits of change and information uh, in terms of climate change in an unfavorable situation to, you know, get that Petri dish of change to grow, you know? That little Donald was just, just... you know, breaking dishes and pooping and smearing it everywhere as fast as he can, you know, can't say seven words at the CDC. Just you, There's just so much stuff we can't do nowadays, you know? Um, so, but anyway, back to you. How did HRC and Conservation International, like, happen, Parati?
1: Well, um, you know, I think for me personally, um, I really believe that climate change is, and we know this, actually, um, but it's the greatest threat that we face. And I felt like I had been part of something really incredible and magical at the human rights campaign. And now it was time for me to apply the work and all the lessons I had learned elsewhere. And um, the opportunity at Conservation International came up to be working specifically on climate change to really affect that um, and affect our, our trajectory. Quick cue. So sorry.
0: Quick cue. I'm so sorry. To yeah. I'm, I'm an interrupter. Um Was that in 15?
1: So um, it was actually um, right after the election. Because I was going to
0: ask you, like, what... Because I think it's interesting that you were at HRC, like, from Bush to Obama. And I bet... Because I bet that was, like, a positive upswing to make your work easier because of that change. But then I would imagine that if you were at HRC during Obama to Trump, that that it's been, like, you know, like, unfavorable conditions again. Like, harder to get better. And then conservation... So was that was the kind of the feeling on the ground when you got there, when you switched, like a little... Like devastating. It
1: was it was surreal, is what I would say. I think you know, especially living in Washington. That's um, where you live. Yes.
0: Yeah. No state, no no Senate representation, honey.
1: Exactly. Oh. I mean, it was really um, just like coming to grips with the you know this new reality that was quite stunning for so many of us. Um, I would say this though, you know, from the folks that I know, certainly at HRC, at Conservation International, you know, so many other places, there is such deep passion in that city and passion to change the world and so that has just continued in earnest um it's hard um it's hard especially on big issues like when you're talking about equality when you're talking about justice when you're talking about climate change like people are still committed and that's part of it like we need that you can't sort of just throw your hands up and be like oh it's too much right like we need people to double down like never before and so on the issue of climate change um There are a lot of things that people can be doing, even in this environment, to help affect change. And so the first is that um, I think it's important for people to know it's not like there is some, you know, hidden solution out there. You know, we can solve this crisis. um, And we have a timeline. There was a recent report from the IPCC that came out that said we've essentially got 12 years to get this right, right? So there's a sense of urgency. There is now a very clear timeline that unless we do that, I mean – Unless we solve this, it could be pretty catastrophic. But the good news is we know how to solve this, and there are three ways to do that. The first is reducing emissions, right, is critical. Everything from on a personal level to a global level, right? And there are countries um, and corporations and others that are committed to doing that. The second is making a switch to renewable energy. We're seeing that trajectory of growth in that industry, you know, completely on the upswing. Lots of great commitments. And the third, and this is the issue that I work on, is protecting nature, essentially protecting our oceans, protecting our tropical forests that actually serve as like a
0: like the filter, the kidneys, honey.
1: Yeah, the, lung, the Amazon is like the lungs of the planet, Oh, yeah, right? not, the,
0: not the kidney. Not the kidney, the lungs. The lungs.
1: And yeah. so um, not only does it help us, you know, with the clean air that we breathe, but it actually helps us store and trap, you know, the carbon that exists in, in you know, the atmosphere. So three very clear ways that we can do that. And I think, um, you know, protecting nature is really key. It's not like there's this new... Um, scientific discoveries like it exists right so it's it's really clear about what we need to do
0: stand by imagine me like standing in a closet like with my cats recording the ad or two that you're going to listen to right now we'll be right back i miss you guys so much already we'll be back with more getting curious with anastasia co right after the break Honey, take a moment and just think to yourself, describe yourself in one word. Are you simple, sophisticated, or adventurous? However you dress, the stylist at Stitch Fix can help you find your favorite piece. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. First, you complete a style profile. Then an expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your preferences. They even have men's and kids' boxes, too, which we love, honey. Let's get everyone, uh, you know, taken care of. Plus, I'm sure you can mix and match if they aren't, you know, in the dark ages. What if you want something from both? With no subscription required, you can pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. We love our Stitch Fix personal stylists. I can customize my own gorgeous preferences, whether it's sizing, brand, or budget. Once you finish the style quiz and set up your ideal number of deliveries, honey, you'll receive everything from jewelry to shoes to bags, all to go with your hand-picked outfits. I love that. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash JVN and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's S-T-I-T-C-H fix.com slash JVN for an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Support for today's show comes from Rakuten. Rakuten is a free member-based loyalty program that lets you earn up to 40% cash back at over 2,500 stores. It's perfect for all your back-to-school shopping needs. Get cash back on everything from school supplies to new clothes at some of your favorite retailers like Macy's, Forever 21, Walmart, and more. And don't worry, it's always free. No gimmicks, no points to redeem. Better yet, Rakuten is so simple and easy to use. Simply go to Rakuten.com, click on the retailer you're looking for to activate the cash back, and then shop as normal. You'll earn a percentage of every purchase you make up to 40% cash back. Then, every three months, members will be paid in the form of a check or via PayPal. Sign up today at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp online counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Anything you share is confidential and it's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. If for some reason you are not happy with your counselor though, you can request a new one at any time and for no additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness Listers can get 10% off your first month with the discount code jvn so why not get started today go to betterhelp.com slash jvn then simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love that's betterhelp.com slash jvn you can hear ad-free new episodes of getting curious plus two weekly bonus episodes only on stitcher premium for a free month of stitcher premium go to stitcherpremiumcom slash jvn and use promo code jvn Welcome back to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness. I sit with Anastasia Koo, who is really just one of the most like progressive, like artful uh, rubrics cubes of a mind. I think, except for you're always serving fierce patterns, like not. But I just feel like you're making stuff fit. You're making stuff work. <laughs> if, you, if you get my thank
1: you, I love that.
0: So what we had just talked about when you left, or right before you guys left, you know, in, in listen to that uh, advertising majesty. Um, We're talking about the three ways that we really feel like we can affect climate change. And you really kind of specialize on one, which I want to get into, but I don't want the other two to get jealous. You know? So, the first one was what again?
1: So, the first is reducing emissions. Yeah, because I
0: feel like we could do that on, like, a personal level.
1: Absolutely. Probably. So, let me give you a couple of tips, okay? So, if you're thinking about, like, you know, part of this is just being really conscious about your footprint that you have as a person. So, um, one of the...
0: Things that you could I'm do. so fucking nervous right now. Don't
1: don't be scared. No one's taking away your coffee. Okay? So no one's taking away your coffee. What is it? Coffee. Is it the
0: shower what is it? What is it? Is it the showers? What is it? What no, do no, I do? Oh no. yeah. Okay.
1: It's reducing um red meat. Ah, because of the water, I know, honey, because
0: for twelve pounds of that beef, honey. No, for one pound of the beef, it's twelve gallons of water. It's
1: crazy. Because right? they and all the
0: methane cause they poop and they pee and we need to switch to cricket meat.
1: So well, no, I mean it's just like cutting out one or two days a week. Just one or right? two days? Just one or two days a week. Honey, this That's is harm totally reduction. Doable. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Instead of seven,
0: bong rips a day. Every
1: day. Try three. Exactly. You don't need it every Pulling single it day. The second is if you can, um, you know, thinking about your impact, so when you're driving or you're flying, um, offsetting. offsetting. So do you know what an offsetting is? So it's essentially like it pays when you... Oh, or,
0: yes. yes. Oh, I don't understand it really, but I think I've heard people talk about electricity in this way in California or right. something.
1: So, for example, on Earth Day, Lyft, um, the company, um, offset all of the rides that day. And essentially, that means that they're they're putting money into protecting forests on the ground that help absorb the carbon. So every time you fly, every time you drive, there are ways for you to offset. And if you go to conservation.org, we have a carbon calculator that allows you to check your footprint and see how you can offset Okay, sister needs
0: to, sister needs, okay. I understand that, Mm -hmm. and I would very much like to offset. But that is not a write-off, right? No, it's not no, a write-off. Gotta, it's just kind of like political. It's yeah. like
1: a, yes, it's a donation that you don't get, you know, it's not necessarily like a write-off. It's that you're protecting forests from being cut down that yes. allow, and can still absorb the emissions in the air.
0: So here's the thing. This year, because I did develop a checking account for the first time that could like, you know, make a more than $5 to $7 donations to political campaigns, I did like haul off and make some like big ass ones thinking that it was a tax write off honey she's not but then how I talked myself out of that was first of all like the majority of them won honey I did so good all ladies honey love that yes second of all it's kind of like how kids got paid for good grades when you're little and your mom like my mom was like no because the a is the reward you know, like it's you love gonna, your mom. You know what I mean. It's not the write off that you're doing this for. You're doing it because it's the right thing. Totally. Same thing with the gorgeous conservation.
1: Totally. I mean, it's like it's you know, it's about um, protecting what we have now to make sure it exists for the. So age. it's
0: like if you're up on Twitter talking about climate change, honey, you better be putting three fifty in this link that's on yep. this bio, honey. Yep. Exactly.
1: Right? Exactly. Because you can afford three fifty. I most like
0: three dollars yeah. and fifty yes, cents. Yes,
1: totally. It's Maybe just even like, like one
0: twenty five, honey.
1: Little tweaks. Because, <laughs> little tweaks.
0: <laughs> because also couldn't like this thing of offsetting couldn't they also pay politicians who want climate change reform like couldn't they help get good people in power
1: well I think you know too that's, much that's, too house of cards. well it's not, <laughs> I think part of the thing Corrupty. Though, no not not quite it's just that we actually haven't seen this become a real political issue and I think that is where we need voices to support you know, politicians, to support candidates, to support companies, and really make this an issue. We've not seen this be a voting issue yet in the United States and certainly elsewhere. And we really need the political will to help meet this target of fixing this problem in 12 years. And so making sure that your voice is heard on the issue of climate change, demanding that of candidates, voting on that as an issue, and um, you know helping to change the conversation by being an active Uh, actively conscious about, you know, your impact as a person.
0: So the person... Red meat is a great way to do it. Also, what's like another cute way? Oh, the paying off your emissions thing. I yes. love that.
1: So one thing as we get into the holiday season, and this this is pretty easy. So I would say, you know, as you're thinking about, you know, gifts or when you're on Amazon or something like that, you don't always need the two-day shipping, right? Like, you don't always need that. It's totally convenient. I get it. But um, thinking about, do you really need it in two days or could you wait a little bit longer? Or could you just like
0: pop to the store yeah. on your way home or something? You
1: know, to think about how much not then you know,
0: throwing stones on that because I
1: <laughs> you could ride your bike to the store, yeah. yes. Well, it's
0: like, oh 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 god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm really bad. I'm no, the no, worst.
1: No. But it's like do you do you need everything like yes. you know, in no. two days? Like no. my husband ordered miso packets and I was like, you know, we don't need that in two days, right? You can just wait for that. Or if you need like to. Like mis- you've been living with the
0: miso you've been living miso less for a second.
1: Exactly. Let's just take another hot second. Because
0: what's the benefit? Because, like for the people out there, like, well no, like I want my miso, Anastasia. Like, and I want it in two days. Like, what? What's the? I'm pay- not
1: anti miso. But what's?
0: The, no, I know. But like, what's the payoff? Like, what are you doing for the environment by waiting the?
1: So thinking about like, oftentimes you know, it's the rush shipping that causes more emissions. For you know, to either have it shipped in flight um, or to have it driven, and in all of that, they're making more deliveries. They're making it less efficient. So just choose a little bit more time so that it can slowly get there. It's not sort of contributing to the aggregate of all the shipping. It's it's just one simple change that you can do to help um, to help shift uh, on emissions. You know, another good tip is that when you're looking for flights, and you know this is challenging because flights are expensive, but um, direct flights are actually um, better for climate than you know many flights because most of the emissions. Um, during a flight are just during takeoff. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it's just little things to just be conscious about how you live your life. Um, we're not talking about, like, huge radical changes. Although, if you have renewable energy options um, available, that's a good thing, too, to invest in um, where you get your power. not but there are, like, that.
0: small harm reduction ways that totally. you can do no matter, like, where you are in life right now. Like, no matter what your bottom line is at the end of the year.
1: Just being conscious, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, is, is a good way. To be, and I think I could definitely, definitely get better on that. The second one was
1: so we have meat, we have we got the lights, like, we have offset. Oh, the second one is yeah, actually renewable energy.
0: Yeah, because for our renewable. world, like for our individual emission world, it's. Red meat honey. Mm-hmm. She's more conscientious shipping. Mm-hmm. She is the Offsets. offsets. She's
1: offsetting. She's yes.
0: offsetting. And then like go down a little bit on like the try to do direct flights and try to not maybe do yeah. Just like be more thoughtful in, in terms of in terms of like how you ship things. Cause also too, I was my brain went to a little thing when you were saying that of like supply and demand. Cause if we as consumers show the companies, show the Amazons that we're into being a little bit thoughtful and like in that doing like the rush, like leave at eight and five o'clock at night, like let's plan a little bit. Like that's cute. Um, I like that second of all or the second so that's personal little ways that we can be more conscious and the second big one which I just want to quickly get through because I really want to crack open the coconut of what you're working on, honey, because you are doing the most and I'm so proud of you for that. So um the second one was
1: second one is renewables. So we need to sort of shift our power and the way we get power into renewable energy. So that's solar, that's wind power, you know whole Newly elected of House
0: Democrats, we love a bill like
1: that. And so renewables are really Reward good. Us for that. and we're seeing that we're seeing that, you know, across the country and around the world as a real as a understood in a valuable form of energy as we move forward. And so we're seeing some changes there. And then lastly, it's about protecting nature and making sure that we're protecting the trees, we're protecting the oceans. Oceans absorb so much of the, the carbon that we put in the atmosphere. And as a result, they're getting warmer. And, you know, there are just some, there's challenges to that in terms of coral reefs dying off and like fish and so The sunscreen so, situation. Oh, the sunscreen situation. Be conscious about your sunscreen because those can have really damaging effects. I mean, it is kind of amazing, you know, sort of the world that we live in. It's an amazing world of convenience and um, and comfort. But if we keep treating the planet like this, that's not going to continue. And so, you know, just for example, you know, I don't want to, to scare you, but like, when we think about coffee, 50% of the world's, the places where coffee is grown, um, you know, should climate change continue, won't be able to grow coffee anymore. And so as a result, coffee and even beer um, may become like a luxury item because there just won't be the places to grow it. And so um, what we have now is amazing. And I think what we're saying at Conservation International is let's keep it amazing, but making changes to help address this big problem. Um, I
0: just think, unfortunately, so many of human nature is, is that like until they experience the consequences from their decisions that like you don't, especially Republicans. You know, because like, as we can see from like their response, to like HIV AIDS and so many other crises, like it's not until like, you know, that snowball gets all the way down the hill and like everyone's physically like, you know, until we're pouring ashes on the White House front lawn, you know, it's like until the house is physically burning down. And I, and which I also think is interesting of Republicans, because if your whole thing is that you want to hold on to your money for longer, honey, right? Especially now that like I'm developing a checking account, like uh, I've noticed that like, by investing on the front end, you actually save money on the back end because you're not putting out the fires of your ineptitude to like wake the F up.
1: That is exactly the analogy for climate change, right? If we deal with this now, we won't be dealing with it later. I have to say, like, I do think that's sort of where... You know, the environmental movement kind of got it wrong. It, you know, for so long when we were talking about climate change, it was about like polar ice caps and polar bears, right? I've never seen a polar bear in my life, right? Yeah. Um, and so it just. the haven't... hurricanes
0: are getting worse. Exactly. And the droughts are getting longer. It's
1: droughts, it's hurricanes, it's. It's random
0: blizzards in April.
1: It's um, the California wildfires.
0: Now, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too, not to like, you know, whatever. I mean, Donald Trump really said that was about raking, and then the Finns did that amazing Twitter thing. But is there any truth? Is there truth? I mean I guess that could be a different podcast true, but like is there any truth could could is the state mismanaging wildfire funds? I can't imagine that it is.
1: No, I mean it's like it's the increase of um of drought Um, And a result of, I don't think it's mismanagement by any stretch. I mean, we're seeing the climate impacts across the board. So think about, you know, fires, it's extreme weather. It's um, what we're seeing is like climate migration, right? Um, It's not that, you know, people are, um, you know, you know, don't want to always stay where they can stay. It's like, you know, oftentimes that the land is no longer able to have agriculture on it. Like, it, there's a really serious drought in so many parts of the world. And so that is going to continue. I mean, these are the effects of climate change that we are witnessing. You know, it doesn't matter where you live. And I think... Um, you know, it's really starting to hit home, um, but I don't want the fear to be paralyzing. I mean, it re- there are things that can be done around this. I really, mean, really just, quickly, really quickly. Yeah. I'm
0: so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. Well, like another thing that I th- feel like I noticed, like when I think about like, you know, coal country and about like, you know, coal mining and how like that industry contributes to, you know, noxious, you know, methane you know, greenhouse things. And then how Donald Trump is like really, and his administration is really like enabled that you know them to flourish but like isn't there an industry in renewables like isn't there a way uh, to get involved in renewables like isn't there a way for people like in West Virginia and like Virginia and like uh like Pennsylvania and like like Appalachia isn't there a way to get into some renewable realness?
1: So, renewables are a growing industry, and we're continuing to see that. I mean, it is on the upswing, and there's nothing stopping Even now? That. Even now, it's happening. And so, you know, most coal-fired power plants are being shut down across the country, um, thanks to some great work by the Sierra Club, um, sort of helping to create, you know, a different shift in how we consume energy. And I think, um, you know, the renewables will only continue to grow, right? It is like it's not sort of of the future, it is now. And so we're sort of seeing that shift happening already.
0: And we also, you know, because I think another thing that people don't realize is that, like, you know, fo- isn't coal a fossil fuel? And fossil fuels are, like, literally made of fossils.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like we're just having a whole mind shift, right? And just But do because people of the hear way- that?
0: Like, fossil fuel is literally made of fossils, which are finite because there's only a certain amount of Fossils and we know that when we burn them on fire and make coal, it she melts the ozone layer. So I don't understand like where the mathem- mathematical problem or disconnect is there for people wanting to like shift into something more gorgeous like wind that isn't yeah. that she's infinite she goes on a lot that wind does
1: the wind keeps on going the sun does, does too honey sun does too I think you know it's hard for people to sort of think like to your point about you know pay now or you know pay or save later right I mean it's like it's hard for people to sort of shift in this sort of immediate mindset so you're just
0: gonna leave all that coal there like collecting dust not well, making money.
1: I think one of the most exciting things, or not, you know, that gives me a lot of hope, is that we have, um, you know, and similar to, you know, when we're talking about marriage equality, an entirely new generation, right, of young people who believe that climate change is, you know, it's on, on the top issue that they feel. They didn't create the problem. Millennials didn't create this problem, but they're committed to tackling it. So you have, like, with a sort of generational shift, I think you'll also have a cultural shift. And that gives me a lot of hope.
0: That actually kind of makes me nervous. You know why? Tell me. Because the people above my generation didn't make it either. And neither did the generation above that. Mm. I mean, if you really think about it, it's like the industrial revolution revolution from like Downton Abbey times yeah. when it was like going from like electricity. I mean, really, I mean, that was like, you know, murdering whales and like burning their blubber for your like lantern. Like this hasn't a collective... Humanity thing. And I think when you try to shift, because that's another, like, I just posted this thing about Mm HIV/AIDS on, like, yesterday, on World AIDS Day, which was also, like, this might not come out this week, but chronologically, I think it's interesting that George H.W. Bush, who you know, sat so idly by while so many people died and and act and actually gave very public speeches where he kind of, like, you know, eulogized, you know, how you should be more compassionate while actively diverting funds and, you know, research funding to federal AIDS research and, like, mm-hmm. left it up to states in a time when, like, tens of thousands of people were dying. And so I, it's interesting that he died on World AIDS Day. I posted about it on World AIDS Day, and I think that um, people don't... Uh, they're not able to um they think it's about like blame and not about like m- l- being able to think about things on like a larger scale.
1: Yeah. I don't you know, from my perspective it's like we need people who are so Committed and want to help solve this problem, right? And I feel very um, hopeful about an entire generation willing to tackle this like like their predecessors did not, but not about blaming them, but about like inspired by their action yeah. and wanting to like lean into it. And I think that is what gives me a lot of hope. It gives me a lot of hope that there are corporations willing to tackle this that want to do the right thing and reduce their emissions. You know, I think similar- Even
0: in, tr- in, like as we pulled out a pair of- Climate Accord and there was like yep. a lot of people that were like, still
1: in right and I think that that you know was an important message I was in San Francisco for the Global Climate Action Summit and in absence of federal leadership we saw you know local cities and states stepping up along with Hawaii did that gorgeous yes. state
0: ban on those sunscreens exactly
1: and so where you know oftentimes I think in times like this you know it, it, there was that sign about like look for the helpers right like in hard times you look for the helpers and I'm seeing that across the board on climate change change. I'm seeing that from a generational perspective. I'm seeing that in local leadership, and I'm seeing that in corporations and big companies that want to sort of lead the path and individuals too. So we've got 12 years to get this right. There are lots of ways that people can do it on an individual basis. But I think the most important thing that I would leave you with is that we have to create a collective voice um, for action on climate change and continue to push this as one of the top issues, you know, as we move forward to really help create change.
0: Love. I was trying to remember, I feel like I'm currently very shook by my little like World AIDS Day post Mm -hmm. and how people responded to like George H.W. Because like for me, like, I know people who, like died. like it's something that I've like it's it, as a young gay man, it's something that' like so affected my life. So I was so troubled by and I know that you shouldn't read comments, but I did. There's just so many comments of like, especially like young white women and men. Mm-hmm. That were so like, you know, how could you take a jab at like a grieving family during this time? And 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 when I say like blame versus positivity and and, and it, like it's kind of somewhere in there. Like I, I don't know exactly like what conclusion I'm trying to draw or even the question, oh. but but even with climate there's kind of that, it's like these people that are like, Well, you know, my dad is a coal miner, and that is what I know. And you're asking me to inconvenience everything I know and everything that my family's taught me for this mm-hmm. nebulous thing that doesn't affect me. Mm. You know, and I feel like there was all of these people when I was posting. About something that you know affects me and I'm very passionate about. They it just it could not, they couldn't see past like what they expect of me to like mm-hmm. see where I was coming from. And I think with climate changers, there's people were like the people who really can't get on board, I feel like it affects their bottom line, or it, like it affects like something about their way of life that they just cannot let go of. And and so that's I
1: change is hard but I also think that like you're experiencing, you know, something of, you know, speaking truth to power, right? And I think that's that can be really challenging and I think but we all need to continue to do that and sort of raise the flag like it's happening, it will continue to happen and it's going to get way worse if we don't do something yeah, about it. Yeah, what are they saying
0: now? about these 12 years thing? And then this is kind of like Let's so this is like our last four minutes. Let's take it down. Let's talk about the twelve year thing, mm-hmm. and then let's bring it up, and then let's talk about how they can find you. And because you know, find the helpers, because honey, that's you. Your middle name is actually Helper Anastasia Helper Koo. There you know, we they go. may <laughs> have not known. I didn't mean to bust out your full name <laughs> right here. on do you know, I'm getting curious. But yeah, so, Google that. Yeah, so let's, let's do that. Do, I like that little, like, loop for our end. Yeah. So what does this report say, and where is the report if people want to find it?
1: So the report is called, it's an IPCC report, sort of an international report on climate change that essentially says we've got 12 years until the earth warms so much so that we're not able to sort of make, you know, we're not able to fix it, right? Um, and it could potentially cause, here's the gloom and doom, um, you know, by Biodiversity loss, animal loss, um, you know, Amazon loss, like trees withering, things dying, like really Like think interstellar yeah, or totally. whatever,
0: like the beginning of interstellar. And
1: I think, you know, the thing about um, that motivates me about climate change is that, you know, maybe, you know, we'll be okay. Maybe my kid, I don't know, um, you know, for his future. But, you know, it's oftentimes it's the people that are the most vulnerable. It's like women, children, marginalized communities that are really going to be affected by the the rising tide, literally and figurative, figuratively, about climate change. And so, you know, we've got 12 years, this report says, to really stop catastrophic warming um, by degrees. And so, um, you know, we can fix it by the ways that I had said it just, you know, we need political will. And in fact, today... Um, Countries are getting together um, for what they call it, it's an international COP. It's a meeting of countries to sort of talk about climate change and that's actually starting today in Poland. So I'm, you know, our hope is certainly that we'll see some really um, big action from a lot of other countries that are concerned about this um, and concerned about, you know, what we'll see is, you know, more fires, more flooding, um, you know, more... um, Hurricanes, all of the things that I think that we're already seeing, you know, and witnessing, what's become sort of the new norm, and just see more of that in an accelerated way that is just going to be really dangerous for a lot of people, um, but it's 12 years. They've given us a roadmap and in fact, you know, Conservation International is a science-based organization. We believe in scientists and we believe in facts and scientists have been, you know, ringing the bell on this for a long time. And, and people, since I was
0: like in grade school, I feel like totally, I yeah.
1: for a really long time and it was sort of marginalized and now it's like people are like, "Oh, you know better late than never that people are waking up to this reality and wanting to do something about it.
0: Absolutely. So, where can people find you? How can people is there like how can people like locally get involved with conservation o- or conservation international?
1: So, I think the first thing that I would recommend people this podcast to do is go to our website conservation.org and check out your climate footprint. You can put in, you know, how you get your energy, where you live, you know, how you travel, you know, your vacation and you can do all of that on this handy-dandy cal- uh, calculator that will calculate your carbon footprint and then give you some options on how to like how to address those things. So I think that's the best way to sort of be informed. We also have, um, we produced a great series also on our website along with Vox and the University of California and all of the ways around that you can reduce your your footprint essentially from not eating meat to thinking about what you consume to different, you know, educating a little bit about power and where you get power sources, but we produced a great video series. It's amazing. It's very digestible to help educate you on on climate change writ large from many different angles. And so both of those are available on our website.
0: Love. And then what can like in your work because you're like really like trying to protect specific things like is there any like because um, obviously Conservation International would like delegate like when you donate to them like where it goes but is there any like other like you know like little babies like underneath that umbrella that you guys are always given to like Amazon you know dot org or like you know like the like Euphrates dot now save the pelican or whatever not like making a joke but do you know what I'm saying like is there anyone else that's doing great work
1: gosh there's so many the organizations that um that I love um and think about all the time there's so many great environmental organizations out there doing good work um you know domestically I love Friends of the Earth um personally I think that's a great organization and actually I would be remiss since I started this podcast it's not climate change related but the human rights campaign is a wonderful organization um, that I still give to
0: love and then um I guess it's just like Yoga recess, like, is there anything at the end of the podcast? Like, did I skip anything? Like, should I have no, you hit did, something? You
1: did so great, Jonathan. This was so fun. Thank you so uh, much for no, having me. Thank you me. for coming and giving um, me your time. Super and, fan here. Uh, and just, like, thrilled to be with you here. stay
0: back at you. We're going to make some gorgeous content to promote this on the on the gram. And, and then you're good to go, queen. Thank you so much for your time. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Van Ness. My guest this week was Anastasia Koo. You'll find links to Anastasia's work and socials in the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JBN. Our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thank you so much to her for letting us use it. If you enjoyed our show, Queens, get all up on that apple, honey. Leave us a review. Teach your grandma or your brother or your uncle how to subscribe to podcasts and what those are. Introduce a friend, honey. I just said that. Share our links on your social. Give us a fan art moment. Love you guys. See you next time on Getting Curious.
2: It's Sashir and Nicole from Best, Best Friends. Friends. Our podcast has been out for a few months. If you haven't listened to it, you should. We've already asked the big questions in life. Imagine if we could lay eggs. Eat. Okay, sure. <laughs> I guess we wouldn't that be funny if you could eat from yourself? No, because that's it, when you cannibalism. Not when you eat yourself. What? Hmm? Answer listener questions. Hi Nicole and Sashir. What happens if Sashir dies first? I mean, I've never thought of it. Well. I would be so sad. (laughs) Oh, no, Nicole. Nicole. No, no. I'm not gonna die. Take buzzfeed quizzes. Let's pick eight foods and we'll give you a sex position to try. Whoa. This is wild. Plus, we bring on other funny best friends to talk about their friendship. I almost want to cry. I feel I don't know why that really made me feel emotional about it. It's because it's pure to talk about it is. friendship. It's nice. It's so nice. It's like so rare to like articulate it, but she's always there for me. Like I, I think she's just somebody who oh, <laughs> oh, I love this. I love it so much. Oh my god. It's really sweet. Best Friends with Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda is new every Wednesday. On Stitcher. Apple Podcasts. Spotify or wherever. You get your podcast. Listen. Oh my God. two. <laughs>